2: And welcome. As always, thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday live with you if you're listening to us live. Uh, you can also listen to us on the archive at wsradio.com or many of the streaming services like iTunes, iHeartRadio, and such. And you can also listen to us live on Twitter. And thanks to Kurt Boothman uh, for doing that. Uh, how is that done, Marshall?
3: I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, okay. Actually, if you're sitting around on a Saturday and you log on to Twitter, you look for the hashtag tech radio and uh, you'll find a live stream on my account at Marsha Collier of our first segment and our second segment. And if you can't catch us, then you can find us on any of the podcast networks. Um, you know, I don't have to mention my heart radio, iTunes, the whole gang.
2: I just did You weren't listening to me, apparently, because I did mention them.
3: Well, we we need to mention that a lot because uh, people will be finding us different places. But what was really funny is during Saturdays, I tweet out links to stories that relate to what we talk about on the show. Right. Now, we're going to be talking a couple of minutes about mandatory arbitration in technology. And, and we'll explain what that is. But Jim Katzman picked up on that, and he said, Marsha Collier and Real Mark Cohen talk about mandatory arbitration and how it affects major league prospects.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he's talking about baseball arbitration. Oh, that's right. funny. Yeah, that's really Jim funny. Jim has yeah, a no. great
3: sense of humor, and we're lucky yeah, to have exactly. him as a listener.
2: Exactly. So tweet to
3: us if you're listening while we're live on Twitter. Valencia, how you doing? Hey, Good Valencia, to see you. welcome.
2: <laughs> always welcome. Always happy to have Valencia with us. Uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff. So we'll do a little bit, I guess, at the beginning of the show. Now let's talk a little bit about COVID. It's been the- Well, before now we do that, year. so how was yeah. your week? How was your oh, week? It was quiet, quiet. You know, it's like every, you know, it's Groundhog's Day. Every week's the same thing. Right? Up, and, and the, the, the days seem to be going yeah. by
3: faster and faster.
2: Yeah, it's it's remarkable. It's been one year since we've been shut down. I mean
3: And three hundred and fifty nine wow. days according to my stay at to home char- calendar yeah. that I sent you, yes, that automatically I'm, updates.
2: And it's so oh. weird. I remember saying to my uh, assistant as I walked out the door, okay, so I'll see you in two weeks. You know, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean nobody, Who knows, nobody, right? nobody thought that. Yeah. Nobody right. What
3: said. what kind of day is this? Well, just so you know, I still my Dell computer still can't now it can't print. And it's preventing right. the uh, the um, package, you know, from HP, from installing on it. I have disabled everything I know how to disable
2: because oh, it
3: always freezes up and says, something is keeping this from being installed.
2: <laughs> it might Which be time may- for a Mac.
3: I hate when people say that because really, <laughs> I you use, and Windows, I don't use a Mac.
2: Too. No, so, I don't I use mean, a Mac, no.
3: I mean, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, I know, I know. um, when, when we're, let's, uh, let me just jump right in here and let you know in the short run, I figured, okay, the computer and all the warranty stuff that I, you know, paid for ran about $1,900. Yeah. Well, I'll computer. just take them to small claims court. I have all my proof and all my emails right. and all my, and I'll just, you know, get it done. Well... Then I find something in, buried in the fine print of the warranty mm-hmm. saying, oh, no, you have to go to mediation. Right. And then I look, and Consumer Reports has a whole article about mandatory uh, arbitration, which obviously deprives you of being able to go to small claims court right. to cover your problem. And I don't know how expensive arbitration is, but I know for sure it's not cheap, <laughs> Did I mean, you, you know could do it on your own?
2: It? Well, you could do it on your own. You know, you don't oh, have to. Oh, yeah. I want
3: lawyer. to be in a room opposite Dell's lawyers all by
2: myself. Well, the, the funny <laughs> part about that is that sometimes that works to your favor. You know, the big bad lawyers sitting on one side of the table and little old Marcia Collier sitting on the other side. I don't well, know. You, I just bought what's it, you know?
3: interesting is I found an article on Verge, which we don't have in today's show that you might want to look up, that you should opt out of Apple Card's arbitration cause. That's an interesting thing. Seriously. And also, I did a lot of research, and I found that there are arbitration clauses in almost all warranties. Now, Apple has very proudly said, we don't have it on our phones. Except they have it on the warranty.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's really interesting. I, you know, uh, and uh, like I say, sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it could be bad now. Well, the you know, thing there, there, is
3: you should be able to go to small claims court for a simple thing like $2,000 and here's my evidence. Here's there's evidence and make it right. You know, but I no. don't know the
2: answer and I, and I'm inclined to think that it's only applies to cars, but did you look up the lemon law to see if that would apply here?
3: You know, I didn't look up the lemon law, but I do believe in my previous experience that that first of all is only in california and second is only with cars
2: right but well in the your whole case it works in california but yeah if
3: you're about to buy a warranty on any tech product google it online google the word arbitration along with the name of the warranty mm-hmm. and see if you have warranty or mediation as part of the contract because you're screwed
1: yeah,
3: you're just screwed exactly.
2: Yeah, I just looked up. There are no PC specific lemon laws, but Federal Magazine Moss warranty acts as that a company that doesn't provide successful warranty repair for any product must provide a new or replacement new replacement or full refund and paid court costs. Now that's a very old story, but there may be something in there under the lemon. Well, laws so far make. they've
3: replaced the motherboard that did nothing. They replaced the whole top of the computer with the L C D panel because the um Antenna for the Wi Fi is in there, and I wasn't being able to hook up to Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. So d- we're not even going there. We're just.
2: <laughs> I mean, I have and to so, just
3: tell. Since the 23rd, it doesn't work.
2: <laughs> wow. I mean, right? th- these problems are terrible problems, you know, and I mean, I, this is back when I first got married, and we, this is actually, I'll try to make this a short story. I want a car, a short story. I want a car on Hollywood Squares. I was a participant on Hollywood Squares and actually won a car. And I got the car and I decided to upgrade it. It was a Nissan in those days. And I was it was for my wife. So I decided to upgrade to their what they called their Maximum model, which was their yeah, you know, P.S. Luxury. The
3: reason I wouldn't go on Wheel of Fortune is I don't want to win a bag.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, you know, so I won the car and I upgraded the car. And we started to have just a minor problem. It would stop no matter what you were doing. If you were on the freeway, it would just stop. The engine would just die. Lovely. I ha- right? I had the car in. This is no joke. Into the dealer for a four, uh, fourteen times. And, and, and you could-
3: see, your time doesn't count for anything in all of this. No, of
2: course not. No, of course not. So I, you know, I brought the car into the to the dealer, and finally, the one day the car died as my wife was pulling it into the dealership. And you it Perfect. was like rugrats. rats. They were coming out from everywhere to look at the car. At the end of the day, I ended up wholesaling it to a dealer because I couldn't sell it to the public. And I sued him in court and I beat Nissan in court. And Good they for you. gave me back the money. Now this is a long time ago. But yeah, so you can do that and you can win. Uh but it's a tough one. And boy, you how long ago did you buy that computer?
3: Uh I bought it just before COVID started to be my travel because it is a beautiful, sexy XPS, Dell XPS. It's a beautiful computer, and I was going to be so – I got the white leather case, and it's gold, of course, is best. Of
2: course, of course, gold
3: is best. And I was going to be proud to open it up at all the tech conferences that I went to because I was traveling like every couple months to a different city, a different place. Well, P.S., I never really got to use it.
2: Yeah so course. I
3: started using it now in ready to maybe go somewhere a year later. Mm-hmm. Luckily I bought the extended warranty because <laughs> it used to yeah. work and then one day I got a blue screen of death and boom nothing worked.
2: Well well at least it's pretty you know, so oh, you it, can like beautiful. set it out. It you is know, I mean, it does matter that it works, right? The, but uh, it does, hello? you know,
3: luckily I have Wi Fi now, but I can't print anything. And being a writer, I do have to print stuff.
2: You would think. So, wow. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. hello to Tweep Crew, who is listening to the show today.
3: I love Tweep Crew. That's our buddies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, you had anyway. a thing
3: before I go into mast about. Yeah. Uh, the first year i mean i it was just kind want of interesting. to tell you i kind of agree with this article and and the you can go with it is why didn't the world have a plan for a pandemic
2: right. in yeah exactly place? you f- know
3: if you're a, can- a pilot's in a plane there's an issue they open the book in case of an emergency i mean they they have this everywhere so why didn't our country have that
2: well, you know, it's really interesting. I mean, one of the main things, it was five scientists that were asked questions about COVID and, you know, what we knew, what we didn't know, what, what we have done. And, the, you know, the first one, I'm not going to name all their names because their names I can't pronounce. Yeah, don't bother. But, yeah, but an infectious disease specialist at Mass General Hospital in Boston at Harvard, he said what really hits home is that we just were not prepared, that we had not put together a pandemic program. Which and is ludicrous. It, which is which is completely ludicrous. Uh, you know, they're saying maybe it was part of the fact that uh, some of the features of the virus were different. You know, that it came from a from another location. You know, from came out of China. Uh, but they're mostly angry that they didn't foresee it. Uh, there's a chapter on immunization, uh, which was not really. Um, limited to vaccines in the psychiatry of pandemics. Uh, but many believe that the pan, there's still people out there that believe the pandemics is a hoax. So well, that- one
3: thing I want to tell you, do you have a fire extinguisher in your house?
2: I have about five of them in different
3: rooms. Me too. And you know what? That's what you call a plan.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly.
3: You don't have fires, never had a fire, but we have the fire extinguishers ready to go.
2: Well, exactly. And- us too. But, <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. So, the, you know, the uh, another uh, an astrophysic chemist said it's. She still can't believe that people are still not acknowledging that the virus is airborne you know the fact that we talked about that fauci talked about uh, masks i think i mean there was so much confusion no at the very no i got to tell you
3: i quoted fauci i wrote an article that they were going back and forth
2: on whether you should well, yes, wear a mask or not exactly early on and you know why don't we i guess i guess you don't know until you know what the virus is but you know had people worn masks a lot sooner than this odds or well are like it was i said in my not.
3: article Dr. Kildare and Ben Casey always wore masks. Always wore masks. You're right. You're (laughs) right. Now, what what could it hurt to tell people to wear masks except of the supply problem, which we're going to talk about next?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the the fact that, you know, they talk about that the one thing that was a miracle that came out of this, and it truly was a miracle, that everyone in the world started working on a vaccine. That this is in the history of the universe. And a lot of people take that as a negative because, well, we don't know enough about the, the vaccine. You know, these well, vaccines. but the thing is, years. our
3: government invested crap tons of money right. into these companies immediately. That, yeah. That's what Warp Speed was all about. It was investing in these companies to have them use technology that's available and new technologies to build these vaccines.
2: Right. And exactly.
3: I think they did it in an amazing time.
2: Oh, it was spectacular. I mean, truly spectacular. What was it about? Within about four to six months, they were in trials.
3: Just shows I you mean, what you can do with enough of. money.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, enough money and a lot of smart people out there. You know, right? yeah, Kudos to Pfizer and to Moderna and to now uh, Johnson & Johnson for doing all the work they had to do to get these vaccines out. So, and, you know, you may be one of those out there that still says, I'm not getting the vaccine. Uh, you know, I'm just not doing that. And that's your, you know, your right to do You're it. You're right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But uh, we're all going to do it. The, you know, everybody I know is going to do it as soon as they can get it. So. Well, I know we'll some see. people, so- even
3: in the medical field, who aren't doing it. But that's okay. Yeah. 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 That's okay.
2: Everybody got their own opinion.
3: If we uh, get that herd immunity they talked about, then yeah. it's okay as long as everyone wears masks. Now, did you read that article from the Chicago Tribune?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. tell
3: everybody what you thought about what it's about and what you thought about. Well, and I mean, I'll-
2: the basic story was that there are companies out there that are making N95 masks, which are in the, the U.S. Ones- in the U.S. Yeah, and there was one company they mentioned in the story that has 30 million. In inventory uh, legitimately not one of these he wasn't a hoarder or anything like that he was somebody that saw that there was a need for it, it adjusted his company and because of a guess government regulations and such he can't get get them out to the people that need them I well, think well the it's point completely is what absurd. hoops
3: they had to go through to get them approved right and I, it was crazy uh, there was a post from a gentleman who's on Twitter idea gov who owns one of the companies and his companies his company is called PPE-4FOR-USA.com okay. and they had to apply with FEMA they had to apply with everybody it was a long and expensive process for these small companies Terrible. in America and then um they all of a sudden I'm not saying it has anything to the about the big companies who produce them and are selling them to other com- countries. That's the problem. Right. Right. The exactly. obstacle comes from companies like Amazon, Facebook, and Google who banned the sale of advertising of N95 masks in an effort to thwart profiteers. Right. Except, <laughs> these people aren't profiteers. These people invested... No, these are
2: legitimate people, yeah.
3: Like 60 people in a factory in New York. Um, the... And they were spurred by the Wartime Production Defense Act. Right. And they did everything they're required to do, and now they can't advertise them. I, I think it's it's crazy. It's I mean one and, in yeah. I mean it's insane. It really is insane. So I, yeah, I,
1: I just hope. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I was gonna say this Struck. one guy's laying off people that he hired to do this. Now he's gotta lay off people because he can't sell the mass. That's, so the that's bottom line enjoyment.
3: is the N95 mask is the best one you can get. Um, they're easy, easier to breathe in. Uh, these people can't run advertising again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google, Amazon, or eBay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Terrible.
3: And, and, uh, seek them out. Uh, the guy on Twitter that I know is idea gov. And, uh, they're reasonably priced and they'll protect you and i think they may be even reusable so give it a shot yeah there you go the support american businesses small right. business
2: please do yeah please do that
3: it's a technology okay, that worked hard they worked hard yeah
2: for. absolutely okay so the next story hopefully is not actually coming to fruition or it's going to upset a lot of people um netflix may be cracking down on password sharing You know, uh, you have family, you may give them your Netflix password, but apparently they're running a test with a new security measure that can block access to a Netflix account if you don't live in the same household as the actual account holder. Uh, It'll interrupt your Netflix access and display a prompt that says, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need to get your own account to keep watching. I don't know how they know where you live, you know or maybe well, by yes, your ip address it's well, the ip, IP address. address yeah well i was going to say right? IP your IP address, address. Sure. Yeah, so ip address yeah so they can use your ip address the prompt includes a button to start a 30 day free trial um, and then they'll but send the you But the bottom a line is i
3: really think that um, they this is a trial they haven't made it final final no correct but i mean let's face it parents with kids at, away at school Right? (laughs) Why shouldn't they be able to share with their kids? Why shouldn't they be able to – kids share with their grandparents? What the hell? I mean maybe they should have a website form where you describe the relationship. I don't know. I think it's absurd.
2: (laughs) I mean now Netflix says – that the company's feature is a small scale test focused on trying to stop hackers from using the Netflix account the uh-huh. test is designed to yeah the test is designed to help <laughs> ensure that people using Netflix accounts are authorized to do so but you know every time you see something like that you go huh which means that what 6 months from now that's going to be a problem so right. uh you know, we'll see whether that goes anyplace. There'll probably be an enormous uproar from people who, of course, are illegally sharing their passwords. So, you know, well, it's kind of Well, there are plenty hard. of
3: people doing that, but there are plenty of people sharing it with grandma and their parents and parents sharing with children. And, uh, right,
2: exactly. Yeah. That
3: should be allowed.
2: And, you know, maybe they will do something, maybe if they actually go to that level, they'll do something where they say, okay, if your kid's away at college, you know, because you can use the IP address to trace back to where they are mm-hmm. in college, you know, maybe that'll work. But, that, you know, that, that's an issue, and so who knows if it's coming, but uh, we'll see. All right, so you had a story on the, a new phone with a Hasselblad. Okay,
3: this, blew, this blows me away. You know, we learn, I've been studying Android phones, and there are so many of them. Oh, there's this no... is a company I'm not widely familiar with, but I read the reviews and all kinds of things about them. It's called OnePlus. Yeah. And it seems their phones are reviewed really well. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're not insanely expensive. <laughs> um, this article isn't about the price of it, but about the fact that they made a collaboration with Hasselblad. And if anybody knows what Hasselblad is to cameras, oh, that's, you know that's, that it
2: was the top. Yeah,
3: I mean Huawei has a, has a partnership with Leica,
2: right, which is and also in the top brand.
3: Yeah, and these people have one with Hasselblad. I mean, that's going to be amazing. They're launching the phone on three twenty three, and that will be at. Uh, 10 a.m. EDT, so I will not be up for that <laughs> Yeah, right. but uh, it ought to be very interesting.
2: <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's a apparently-
3: premium flagship camera on a f- premium flagship phone. There's going to be competition
2: out there. It's interesting. I mean, that was the uh, the Hasselblad 500 EL we landed on the moon with Neil Armstrong and Buzz right. Aldrin. Uh, you know, when I, was, I started my career as a news photographer, and I couldn't afford a Hasselblad. I mean, these, you know, when regular cameras were 300 it was 5000 And I can't quite remember the actual prices. But it was the top and top of the line, and I assume they're still considered to be one of the top-of-the-line cameras. It's amazing. So, yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. Um, and it'll have
3: an ultra-wide camera. It's got all kinds of things. We don't know until they have the launch, but I think it's – I mean, even Motorola is coming up. With new phones, so I'm going to stay on top of what they're doing because I love the choice that you have on on Android. And I knew um, my daughter's father <laughs> bought a new Samsung phone, and it right. was some model that I'd never heard of. And I looked it up. Son of a gun, it was only $400 and did everything you need a phone to do. <laughs> yeah, right. So there are phones out there that people can't afford. So we're going to start looking into this. I think this is an important thing for us to keep reporting on. Yeah.
2: All right. So I've got Verizon. You know, I have to say that I don't even know that I have a limited, unlimited plan, but you found a story about their 5G. What was that? Well, just
3: so you know, I think Kurt shut off his 5G. (laughs) Stupid and pointless. Yeah.
2: He shut Uh, it off because it wasn't working or because it was burning down his battery?
3: burning down the battery and when it was working you didn't see any difference
2: right but
3: well, what, what, the web page is going to go pew! i mean yeah. your eyes don't work that fast right
2: <laughs> i mean i noticed um, a little difference but i wouldn't say i noticed a massive difference
3: well way back in the day when i was telling everybody about 5g i mentioned that there are two band frequencies for 5g and one is the one that i Mentioned for self-driving cars, for farms, for industry, medicine. And it seems that Verizon is reserving the speed-boosting C-band frequencies for customers on the more expensive plans. Mm -hmm. So they confirm that you will need a premium unlimited plan, like it's Play More Do More, um, to get the really fast uh, 5g, but I still don't understand. Is there anybody like really reading books and actually watching movies on a small phone?
2: (laughs) I mean, only, you know, when you happen to be like in an airport, let's say, or you're, you know, you're on a plane. Okay. But if you're
3: in an airport, why don't you just download it first? Yeah. Sometimes you can do that. Sometimes you can't have it on your phone. So you're not on a dangerous public Wi-Fi system.
2: Well, I agree. You totally agree with that. You're absolutely right about that. But a lot of people, you see a lot of people waiting for their plane. And, you know, I, for example, take my iPad to the airport. So I'm watching stuff on my iPad. I tend to do it off of my uh, my phone plan because I agree being on a public network is not a safe thing to do. Uh, but, yeah, that's But that's realize
3: interesting- that now the new phones, like the Galaxy and stuff like that, will be C-band compatible in the U.S., which right. is going to jack up the price of the phone. And this is when we have to start looking at phones that have options that we don't need, want, or care about. I think it's important.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, so I'm sure the answer to this is they don't know anything about this. Uh, What does Google know about us?
3: Well, that's hysterical. So I came across this article, and I did this years ago, and we talked about it on the show. But if you go to Google... And let me see, you go to, oh, help me here. Uh, where is it? Okay, well, you go to your Google account um, okay. and search for ad settings. Okay, search Google for ad settings Google and then sign into your Google account. Then scroll down a list where you can quickly see that it has age, gender, and even the languages spoken stored. I had a couple people do this. Um, On Twitter, one person said, oh God, I tried it, the amount of information they have. And someone else said, it's scarily accurate. Another person said, this is why I disable this stuff. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people said, why does mine say I'm 44 plus and I'm literally 19? Right. And a woman chipped in and said, apparently, I'm 65 years old and interested in Utah and reality TV shows. Because I remember when I checked, it thought I was a man. Oh, God. um, It's worth it. Find out the information. Just go to Google and search for what I told you. Ad settings, Google, sign in, and you'll see what they have on you. It's it's a shocker. It's worthwhile doing. Do it after the show, Mark.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so, reset. you know, we've talked about this before in, in multiple ways. Do you keep your battery, your phone battery plugged in? Do you keep your computer plugged in overnight? Blah, blah, blah. What about resetting your computer?
3: You know, I hate resetting my computer because you have to reinstall all the programs except for your operating system. Resetting your computer means that you refresh your computer by restoring your operating system brand new. There are settings on all computers that say, do not touch my data, just reset. As a matter of fact, I did it last week <laughs> with that Dell computer.
2: You reset your computer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
3: yeah. I reset it. And then I had to spend the hours and hours of you know, putting everything back in. But, um, yeah. Um, they say that it refreshes your computer. Um, Wired magazine ran an article, and they said, you know, do it once a year. It's one of the most powerful munitions you have in your troubleshooting armory. And if you remember, that's what they always told us to do.
2: So, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, there you we go. Don't know. I don't I like it. <laughs> we got uh, by the week coming up that Marcia gave us, because mine got messed up this morning. So thank you for that.
3: Well, Mark, you're the king of the buy of the week, and we'll have that. Plus, we're going to have some great uh, Gmail tricks, Google Fiber, how to tweak your keyboard on iPhone and iPad, and more. And come back. This is Marcia Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and Kurt Boothman at WS Radio, the worldwide leader in you Internet technology.
0: You are listening talk. to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
2: does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less stamps.com is the solution it's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs easily import all your venues like eBay Amazon and others trips to the post office will soon become a memory stamps.com gives you postage on demand just click Print and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com.
1: I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? Uh, 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 What's up, babe? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway.
3: I
0: need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash funding. Chase for business, so you can
2: compensated participation all businesses are subject to credit approval not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms conditions and restrictions apply
3: can you imagine a world without children a world without their smiles or their laughter a world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine
0: At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children.
3: Can you?
1: Finding Cures, Saving Children. St. you Children's Research Hospital To learn how you can help log on to our website stjude.org.
3: Talk, talk
0: to
1: me WSradio.com
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier
2: And now it's the time to show Research the planet, the Universe and Best Buy for the Buy of the Week Thank you, Wade. Uh, okay, so uh, I know nothing about toasters. I have to say this is this is a pet peeve for me because we don't actually have a toaster in the house. We have something similar to this, and I complain endlessly. Why can't we just have a damn toaster? You know, you put the bread Mark, in, there, it takes. Mark, after forever. the show,
3: I'm going to tell you I have the world's greatest toaster. So okay, but go uh, ahead. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, because I I really need to know that. But this, and Marcia found this, so thank you for that. It's the Bella Pro Series. It's called the Four Slice Convection. Roaster oven plus air fryer with dehydrator and rotisserie setting. Uh, and it does, I guess, all of that. I know nothing much about cooking. Although I've learned a little more since I've been home, you know, for this last year. Yeah, right. Uh, all of a I've, sudden we're rec- yeah.
3: reclaiming our skills
2: as chefs. I guess, you know, now I'll be opening a uh, my own restaurant. Uh, no, that'll never happen. And um and it does all these different things. So, you know, I mean, dehydration is kind of fun. We we did it. We have somewhere in the house a dehydrator. So, you know, you would put things in and you'd yeah, make Yeah, Kurt's beef in charge of the dehydrator. Oh, okay. I mean, it's pretty cool. We uh, my wife used to make turkey jerky if I remember correctly. Directly with the dehydrator which we have not used in years or you can make rotisserie chicken or you can make french fries and apparently you can do four slices of toaster and it takes according to the reviews that i read it takes about six minutes to eat a piece of toast i don't know does that seem? it seems to me when we had an actual toaster toaster did it really take six minutes to brown toast no <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like to me it was like it popped in for two minutes and your toast was ready. But all these other fancy things are add-ons for this. So anyway, this is called the Bella Pro Series. Um, it is available at Best Buy. The model number is 90116. A uh, normal price on this is $149.99. It's on sale at Best Buy for $59.99. So That's, that's really quite a deal. 90 bucks off the original price of this. thing. That's a deal. And it's, and it's gotten great reviews. 951 reviews, four and a half out of five stars. So uh, that is our buy of the week.
3: I mean, yeah, we need to do more household stuff. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, I think everybody has their TV set. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And they're coming out fast and furious. And if you haven't gotten your TV yet, they're really cheap right now. So uh, you know, this is a good time to buy TVs, I think. But uh, yeah, so that is the story. Uh, okay. Um, All right. What happened to Google Fiber?
3: <laughs> well, it's not happening. What? What can we say? What? What do you mean? Um, they installed it. It was too too expensive.
1: <laughs> it's oh, not okay. happening.
3: Not our um, problem. They had stalled rollouts everywhere in the country. And the places they installed it, it works great. And they teased residents of 35 other metropolitan areas. There, 11 major U.S. markets have it. But in the rest, it was kind of, we're coming. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yep. Don't right. you? Don't worry. Yeah. Yep. The but problem is it's very expensive. It's the same mm-hmm. reason electricity isn't underground and going to every house. Right, 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 exactly. The costs are insane. And it really wasn't paying back for them. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Initial costs and hassles of running new fiber lines are likely to prohibit significant further expansion, they say. Running new fiber optic lines can cost an average of, are you ready, $27,000 a mile. Yeah, that's pretty expensive.
2: Not to mention
3: the required planning and labor that comes with it. Right, of course. So if you got it, you're really, really lucky, but they are bringing fiber like to a pole, and and we know this, remember, about DSL. They'll bring it somewhere, and then they'll send it to your house from there in a different way. So then you wouldn't get fiber direct to the house, and if you remember that guy who ran the ad uh, in the Wall Street Journal complaining to the AT&T CEO, that that was part of it. He was yeah, prompt, exactly. and he, he was getting zip, so too bad. Now, I don't
2: see I don't see anything in the story that says they're going to take it away from the people that have it. No, but no, you, the, you it's got,
3: there it,
2: uh, But yeah. you know what? How many times do you hear? no, 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 you're going to have it. We put it in, and then they decide this is a ridiculous amount of money to spend on the 12 people that have it. We're just going to shut it down. So I you know, who knows if that'll happen, but yeah, it And it's a great
3: me. deal. You get internet speeds up to two gigabits per second.
2: Yeah, that's crazy And upload
3: one gigabit per second at $100 a month with unlimited data, a Wi-Fi 6 router and installation included. But, again, how fast is your hardware? (laughs) Well, right. I mean, maybe for watching a movie, yeah. If you have everybody playing games in your house on different devices, fine. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, my computer works just fine. (laughs) Exactly. I have no desire to spend any more money on mine. I'm getting 430 megabits per second on
2: spectrum. Yeah, that's great.
3: Thanks. I'm good. Thank you. I would say
2: that's faster. That's about 400 faster than you probably actually need. So yay for that. Exactly.
3: So, in other words, we're facing technology has slowed down. What they're doing is marketing a whole lot better than they did before. And we don't want tech radio listeners to get fooled.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, so the next story about Gmail you're going to have to do because, uh, Wired won't let me read the story unless I subscribe.
3: Oh, uh, okay. I subscribe.
2: <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, then you're do so that.
3: here's a couple of quick things and really quick because we want to talk about entertainment and stuff. Did you know that you can undo send when you send yes. Gmail, right? Yes. Did you know it'll normally wait five seconds? But there is a setting that you can change to raise the time frame up to 30 seconds. And like I said, you know, our minds don't always work as fast as our computers do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? So here's an example. So if you go to settings, see all settings, click on undo send. And there's variables. You can raise the time frame, like I said, up to 30 seconds. which That's great. Um, You can confirm actions on mobile, which is interesting. You can ask for confirmation before certain actions. In the Gmail mobile app, go to settings, general settings, action confirmations. And you'll find settings to confirm before deleting, archiving, or sending emails. Now, I screw things up all the time, and I'll archive something, and... no, I don't want to do that and I want to undo that. So this gives you the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, unread message icon. Well, we can always see how many by looking at them, but if you go to settings, see all settings advanced and enable unread message icon, this will update the icon in your Gmail tab with a number indicating how many unread emails you have. And That scared the hell out of me when I put that one in (laughs) because I haven't read everything. Um, Also, you know, you can put a star next to an email to show that it's important. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it seems that you can have more than just one star. Go to Settings, See All Settings, Stars, and you see an assortment of other stars and icons you can add to your rotation. Drag the ones you want from not in use to in use. And from now on, when you click on the star icon in Gmail, you can apply the regular star. But if you continue to click on it, you'll cycle through the other stars or icons that you've added. Eh? I I like that. I like that. You know, because it's food or travel or, Mm -hmm. you know, know, reservations, you'll know right away. Um, I'm not even going to talk about send an archive with a single click because I think that's dangerous. There are too many emails that if I just click immediately, I don't know, I pull back emails, I'd say, a couple times a week and get oh Mm. my goodness, I didn't mean to say that. I don't think there's any wisdom (laughs) in doing that quickly. So those are uh, just, you know, a cute I don't, you know, you can set switch it to reply all by default, but there is mm-hmm. nothing I hate more than an email sent to twenty people. And, oh, yeah. and every time somebody thanks, thanks for the information. Oh, okay. yeah, exactly. I don't need or, it all.
2: Yeah. Or worse, you sent something to a friend of yours who you said some nasty things about another friend and you hit reply all and the other friend happened to be on the chain.
3: Well, here's <laughs> so, here's a tip for that. This is an important tip.
2: Yeah, please.
3: My father taught it to me when I was a little girl. He said, don't put anything on paper, and I assume that means email too, that you wouldn't want on the front page of the New York Times. And the way I have gotten texts from people that have copy and pastes or screen grabs or things of what other people have said, the minute somebody sends something like that to me, I immediately no longer trust that person. Right. Because they could do the same thing to you. Of course. Absolutely. And just don't put any, you want to tell somebody some juice, some gossip, a little bit, something about Megan and Harry, you know, call them up. Yep. Just quick call and you can have your fun on the phone and that's uh, the end of it. And there's well, no there, evidence. There you
2: go. There you go. Uh, all right, so I have, this has been an endless battle in my mind for years, autocorrect. we got
3: endless battles everywhere, yeah, don't we? <laughs> we do, we do.
2: I mean, I'm telling you, I like autocorrect on my phone, on my iPhone, on my iPad. So, uh, for the most part, I like it. But I can't tell you how many times I've typed in a word, it autocorrected, I didn't exactly notice it, and I sent a text to someone that was corrected to the wrong word. And you know, I've never—it's never been anything that's been terrible. It just makes you look like an idiot. Well, know? let me
3: just let me just throw in something here new on um, Android. Yeah, they underline the words in red that, that are, are questionable. That are questionable. They don't autocorrect automatically.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that's good, and and that gives you the opportunity in some of these things to do that. For example, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you just go to Settings, General, and Keyboard, and you can, in fact, turn off AutoCorrect if you want. I mean, it it is a good feature because I'm a terrible speller, so endlessly I'm spelling something wrong, and it autocorrects the spelling, so I do like that. But it doesn't always do what I want it to do. You know, it, it, maybe I meant to put a word in that's not in the dictionary, of course. So, you know, but it, but it's a, uh, it a word that somebody, you know, most people use. So it's a problem. So you can go into the settings and you can actually, as I say, you can actually turn off autocorrect Um if you make a mistake you know, while you're typing, you can still request help from the keyboard. You just type on the misspelled word, and it will give you a list of alternate words. So that's something you can really do. Um, you can also turn on or off predictive text. That gives you suggestions for the current word and the next word, but it doesn't force it. Yeah, you
3: know, you. I don't like predictive text. I'm saying what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Um,
3: and, and I don't like generally what it suggested I should be saying.
2: <laughs> well, exactly. And you can turn that on or off. You can go into the settings and under keyboard, same section under keyboard, you can turn off predictive text. Uh, you can use a feature uh, called text replacement, which you can type in a word so that when you type the word, it doesn't always come up and say that's wrong. You know, because there are certain words you may want to keep in there and you don't want to keep correcting them. You know, you don't want the, your iPhone or your iPad to correct them automatically. So you can set it, You there's a setting in there that allows you to just type in the word you want to do. Um, and so, you know, there's a couple of tips. We've got a lot of things to go over today. So um, those tips will get you through it. But, uh, yeah, there are ways that you can fix that. And and I've endlessly had problems with that. And I still have it on. And it still annoys the hell out of me. But, <laughs> you know, what am I going to do about it? Okay. What are we going to do about
3: all this stuff, right? Yeah. Just stop yeah. using it.
2: <laughs> yeah. How about the T-Mobile data tracking?
3: Oh, geez. Well, just so you know, this isn't just T-Mobile. It seems AT&T has the same thing. Yeah. And we talked about this over the years, that they attempt to anonymize data, that it pa- passes to advertisers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is, back in 2019, researchers came out, and we talked about this in reference to the DNA tests, right? Quote, estimating the success of re-identifications in incomplete data sets using regenerative models found that de-identification, or the allegedly anonymity of a data set isn't very useful when the measured factors can still single out individuals, either by themselves or combined with other data sets. And they did this study with DNA results, and they could put pretty much guess the person. They could get it at least within a block of where they lived. It's ridiculous. Now, you can opt out of T-Mobile selling your data, and I recommend it. Go to your My T-Mobile app or mytmobile.com. In the app, visit the More tab, go to Advertising and Analytics, and then use my data to make ads more relevant for me. Nah, that's not what it is. Turn it off. Turn it to gray and the little toggle switch to stop the use of your data. And on mytmobile.com, click the My Account drop down profile and privacy notifications, advertising and analytics, use my data to make ads more relevant for me, and then again, toggle off and gray out to stop this sharing of your information.
2: Well, there you go. So
3: there you go. And there's something similar with AT&T, and I didn't research everybody, but where we can, we bring you the news on how to make yourself safe.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, so Windows 10... Uh, There are a number of things that are annoying in Windows 10, things that you might want to stop happening. For example, you might not want to have auto reboots you know or it might come at a time where you don't want it to happen you know you walk right, away from and it your computer. always
3: bugs you and it drives me crazy no yeah, I'm working I mean, leave me alone man
2: <laughs> or you know it comes up when you're making a sandwich and you've walked away from your computer and all the things Ugh. that you had on your screen are suddenly gone so you can in fact go into windows and you can turn off auto um uh, auto reboots it has a feature and I'm just trying to find where let's see to, okay so you go to settings Update and security, Windows updates, change active hours, and you can, in fact, change your time frame. Now, the only t- downside of that, of course, is that you, if you set it to go off in the middle of the night and your computer's off, that's not going to help. So, uh, but you can do this. Well, that. yeah, so it can, does
3: help because I tell it to go off during the night and turn off my computer, oh, and okay, then so it, it can't do it. it.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, so there you go. Uh, that's
3: how I get around it. Or... Um, if I have a question about a particular update, right. I just keep hibernating my computer until I read that there's a fix out for whatever problem there was.
2: Right. Okay, so, so that's good to know.
3: What can I say?
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, you can also prevent what they call sticky keys. Uh, a sticky key is something that allows you to use a window shortcut uh, when you hit one key instead of having to hit, for example, shift, control, alt, or, or a multitude of Windows things. Uh, you can activate it uh, by hitting the, let's see, if you hit the shift key five times in a row in Windows, you will activate a sticky key. So I don't use these. I don't want to have things that I forgot that I set up that I hit a button and all of a sudden it goes to the wrong thing. So you can, in fact, in settings, go in and shut that off as well. Um, uh, Also, user account control. You know, that's been around for a while and it has caused a lot of problems.
3: So annoying. Uh,
2: Yeah, it really is. (laughs) It supposedly protects users so they can grant administrative rights to software programs that they need uh, when you're installing or uninstalling it. But when you do an install, the screen would suddenly dim and everything comes to a halt, and then you got this UAC uh, error. So if you type UAC into the Windows 10 Technically, search Technically, it's
3: there to protect you.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Uh, You'll get the change user account control settings. The screen gives you a slider that has four levels of security, which is never notify all all the way up to notify me every four seconds. So uh, that's another one that you can use in that. And um, all right, so we got a lot of – So So I just tweeted
3: out this article so everybody can see it because there's even more great tips on how to delete unused apps. I got to get that McAfee off that Dell. I think that's causing my
2: problems. You know, it may be.
3: Yeah, because Uh, whatever, yeah.
2: I mean, I I don't use, I hate to say it, I don't use antivirus software.
3: Windows Defender works really well. And I use Malwarebytes, the paid edition, and I figure I'm covered.
2: For the most part, and if you're very careful about what you click on, and don't click on anything that looks suspicious, and always go to the website directly, you know, if it's Microsoft, don't click on a thing that says, you just won a Microsoft computer, click on Microsoft, and you'll it. Yeah, right, you, know, you didn't win.
3: win it, don't click, close yeah, no, the window immediately. You did oh, not. Oh, so real quick, before we get into gaming, tell everybody yeah. about the Dynasty reunion, because yeah, Emma Sands, who's such a sweetheart, she is, is a part doll. of I this, mean, this is great. Yeah.
2: Emma and I met many, many years ago when I volunteered for the Starlight Children's Foundation. And Emma was the co-founder of Starlight. And we've been friends for a 100 years. And she's a sweetheart. And if you know Emma or don't, Emma was one of the stars of Dynasty, the original TV show, which was such a great TV show. And they are having their 40th anniversary celebration. Emma, a year ago, contracted what they call COVID long or COVID long right. form. That's and the worst a, one. It's a debate. And she has, I can barely talk to her on the phone because she can't talk for very long. She can't move for very long. And it's been going on for a year now. She was one of the first people to get COVID and it just simply won't go away. So on Saturday, March 20th, which is a week from today, they're going to have a special dynasty reunion with literally every cast member of the dynasty show from the eighties. Of course, those who passed on are not part of that thing. Uh, No, the ones that
3: are passed on, they will not have. But they'll have Linda Evans, Heather Locklear, uh, Terry Garber, uh, Catherine Oxenberg. I mean, they've got the great crew of so many people. I'm going to tweet out a link now. Yeah, Definitely if you wouldn't, basically
2: out. I am. go to, go to dynastyreunion.com And it's a, it's an hour and a half special show that you watch from your iPad or your phone or your computer or whatever you want to do. It costs right now, all the premium seats are sold out, but it's only 38 bucks. So you get an hour and a half and there's a Q and a with the cast that will allow you to ask questions. Uh, and unfortunately for me, it starts at noon next Saturday, but uh, my wife's going to watch it. And uh, so check it Wait. out. It's a really worthwhile cause
3: really we can't watch it this is a bummer
2: i know yeah but it's dynastyreunion.com and do support it because it will help people because there are a lot of people you know a lot of people haven't heard about this long covid she just one year she's still not over it so it's, 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 it's
3: i gotta tell you it's been a plague on a lot of people i've seen a lot of people in the news who have just finally gotten over it so it's a big deal
2: yeah, it is a big deal. So, uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about gaming. Um, there's been a lot of retro gaming you know, consoles that have actually come out over the last couple of years. And, uh, Marcia, I did you actually get one of these? Yeah, I'm I have one. I have one, w- yes. W- what's the one that you actually have?
3: I have the NES Classic, the one, the original one that had the Zelda... Uh, with, no, no, the Nintendo NES Classic Edition. And what? I didn't get another one because it has something like friggin' 4,000 yeah. games on
2: it. Uh, yeah, exactly.
3: It's fabulous. And The Legend of Zelda's there and a couple of Zeldas. And I love it. And it's big $139. And you can play those games to your heart's content.
2: Yeah, they're, they're really kind of fun. So you, Nintendo was your game of choice, right? Always. Yeah, all right. So you can get the, as Marcia said, you can get the the Nintendo uh, Classic. Uh, sells for, did you say $140? 130 uh, N- yeah. H- $130. Then there's the Nintendo Super NES class, uh, Classic Edition. Uh, and you can also go, if you remember, the Sega Genesis Mini. I used to love Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis was a great, fun device. And it looks like the old one. It's a miniaturized version of the old one. And uh, that's kind of fun. You can get that on, let's see, for 90 bucks at Amazon. Uh, TurboGraf 16 Mini. I never played this one. I, I don't remember this one quite as well as some of the other ones. But it was an 8, 16-bit. Mini gaming system, and you know, all these come with their uh, collection of games. Then there's the handheld version of the Neo Geo, which was a fantastic system back in the day. Uh, And they have it's you know, it's like what it looks like a mini arcade game, and that's kind of fun. And then you've also got Sony PlayStation Classic again, smaller versions for 63 bucks. Uh, This one I don't remember analog. Q, mega SG, that's one I don't do not know. Uh, but there's a number of these around. So check them out. if you're into gaming and you're into old retro gaming, that's really kind of fun and uh, I recommend it. Uh, okay, should we talk a little television now?
3: Okay, you hit it because I'm uh, I'm getting empty on TV.
2: Yeah, I mean, I am a little bit too. Uh, I've been watching a show which is on, let me think about where this is, HBO Max. It's called Warriors. And I'm in the second season now. And it's a show about uh, when uh, the Chinese moved to San Francisco back in the early, I think it's early 1900s. And it's a story that was apparently written originally by Bruce Lee and it's if you like karate which i do uh it's a lot of fun so check that okay, out Okay,
3: what's it called real quick
2: it's called the warriors, the and warriors I that i'm one. writing
3: that down yeah and please as down. always don't drink
2: and drive we want you back have a good week
3: so we're really glad you came to visit us We've been on for 10 years. We're going to be here for you every Saturday on the network. So thank you for joining us. Stay well and healthy and get your vaccine. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade Taylor, and Kurt Boothman on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in You've been listening to
0: Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Five four eight six eight one three.
1: You can reduce your risk of COVID-19 by cleaning and disinfecting frequently touched items and surfaces every day. These items include remotes, tables, counters, light switches, doorknobs, handles, toilets, and sinks. Wear disposable gloves to clean and disinfect. If you can see that the item is dirty, wash first with soap and water or another general cleaner. Then use a household disinfectant to kill germs. Follow manufacturer's instructions for application and proper ventilation to safely use the product. For phones or other electronics, follow the manufacturer's instructions for cleaning and disinfecting. If no instructions, use alcohol-based wipes or sprays containing at least 70% alcohol. Dry surface thoroughly. For more tips, visit cdc.gov.